Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the No Regrets Marriage Podcast. And I guess we can say Happy New Year because this podcast is going to drop right after the new year. So depending on when you listen to it, either way, you're in a new year. That's right. Did you say who you are? I did, I think. No, I don't think you did. Who are you? I'm Carla, and you're Johnny. And I'm Johnny. There you go. That's going to confuse them if they're just starting in 2023, is that we don't even know who we are. That's okay. Well, that's what they get for starting in the middle. Okay, gotcha. So, because this is like, I don't know, number 33, 34, something like that. Okay. All right, go. Go. Okay, new year. New year. New year. So, what we thought we'd talk about is one of my most hated words. New? No. Year? No. Year. Nope. New year. Nope. That's not it. The word is change. No, you do not like change, do you? And I'm not talking coins. That's about all we have sometimes. Exactly. That's all we got. But I do not like change. Not one bit. So some of you Has this been a lifelong issue? I, you know, I don't know. It's hard to remember. No, like, it as is. A your child. mama tells stories oh, your about mama that. Mama tells stories. Okay, she does. Well, I really, I don't like change. Now, it's interesting if you're listening, thinking, "Oh, man, I love change. I change all the time. That's all I want to do is change things around, shake it up, rearrange it." And I get part of that. Like, I love to change my hair. Hence, we know. Um, I know twenty, four, thirty I will years. Not of, talk about that. I know I thirty promise. years of Carla's hair. But anyway. Um, I love to change up my makeup. Did it turn orange or something one time? Or we're green? not going into that. Okay. That's that's a sidebar. Okay, so things like that. Yes, I'm all game. Tell me a new way to put my makeup on. Show me a new pair of shoes. You know, but honestly, find your new hair implement. Yes, exactly. Mm. Yeah, tools. Love tools. Okay, but honestly, if I fit, fix my house in a certain way and hang the pictures, I don't really need to change them again. I mean, it. I mean, you got to repaint. We have to do things, but I'm not about running around changing. About the only thing I want to do is things that, like I just mentioned. And the problem is, if you're gonna be alive, Today. change happens. I know, and in in the culture and the time, in the history of the world that we're living in, yeah, the change changes are coming faster, faster and, than we can blink. Oh yeah. I mean, think about if you lived 200 years ago. So you're that, saying maybe you should have lived oh, 200 I, years ago. Well, there's so many things I wouldn't have liked about that. No, but you couldn't have all the hair stuff. No, I wouldn't have hair, hair tools. But anyway, so one talk about change, because as you said, that is an absolute reality that we all live with. Some of you, by very nature, love and sort of embrace change. And actually, that's probably a great thing. But you very likely are married, if you are the person who's pretty okay with it, you're, you're kind of up for whatever, you may be married to somebody who is not that. Just because we've talked about before, so many times our strengths are different and our personalities, temperaments. And so if one person is an extrovert, they might have married an introvert and, you know, and so on. So Johnny's more up for change than I am. Yes, totally. I am. So we want to talk about two different kind of types of change. One is when you know there's a change coming. So change by its very nature may be something that is positive, increases your endorphins, makes you happy, is great. 
but it also can it's be also un- stressful. Even, yes. even changes that you look forward having a baby. Yes. New job. Maybe you're moving. So and there's may have been choices you made, but there's going to be a lot of stress and anxiety that comes with it. And that obviously filters into your marriage. Yes. And so that's kind of one set of change, change you kind of know is coming. And like you said, even if it's good, it's still, there's unsettledness to that. There, there are new challenges that may come, you know, and so we want to think about how in a marriage can we prepare ourselves for that first set? Let's talk about that for a minute. So, okay, let's say that in 2023, this is a year that you're going to launch uh, a child and they're going to graduate from a high school. Are they a rocket? You're going to launch them? Something like that. Okay, so that's a big deal. If it's your first one or your last one leaving, or even in anywhere in the between that, every launch, if you would, um, has challenges, has sweetness, has sadness. It's a change. And certainly if you are talking, you're on your last one. That's huge. Yeah, sort of the really good thing about that, though, God almost automatically builds in. Because all through those years, you know, as they get older, they're not as dependent on you. They oh, yeah, don't need sure. you. And to be honest, sometimes you ready for you are ready for them to go. I You're think like, part of that is God getting you ready to let them go, even though, and I agree with you, there's still going to be a change. Yeah, I mean, so, but that's just one. Maybe you're going to send your little one to kindergarten mm. or to preschool this year for the very first time in 2023. And that's going to be a big change. Maybe you're going to have a new addition to your family. And maybe it was totally planned. Maybe it was your surprise baby. So, you know, again, the job changes. Um, You've lost a parent. And there's an adjustment because now you've got a, a parent that is now alone, maybe. And so you're going to need to shift some of the way you've done life because now you've got maybe some additional responsibilities toward a parent that's getting older or now is alone because the spouse has died. Okay, let's go back to those sort of changes that you know are coming. And sometimes yes. death, end of life, you can know that's going to happen. You see your parents getting older. So what are... What are some keys? Because here's what you, here's what we're going to look at as we're talking about marriage. How do you keep those changes? And right now, talking about the ones that you can sort of Kinda plan anticipate. on and expect. How do you keep those from really having a negative impact in your marriage? Because we know it's going to come with stressors and new things and all of that. So, what are some real keys? Would you say? To doing that in a really healthy, positive way for your marriage. I think one thing, and this is probably true in almost everything we talk about, just acknowledge that we're getting ready to have a change. Now, the change may impact one of you more than the other, but what impacts one of you is always going to affect the other one. But if you're having a new baby, it's going to affect both of you, but probably mom is going to have more more, of that. Right. So you start thinking about, okay, how is this going to change the fact of the dynamics of our marriage. Is this our first baby? Well, that's huge because that you now go from being this couple that are now starting this family and it really does, there are a lot of huge pieces to that. So yeah, how can you prepare so that you're not totally stressed out 
and your marriage doesn't feel that when the new baby comes or that other event well, I, happens. I think one of the things you can expect is that maybe your roles are going to change a little bit. And especially, as you said, in this case of having a baby where mom, it impacts a lot her, which might mean that me as dad, I've got to take on some more things that maybe I didn't do before. Yes, and I think... And maybe get more of that role sharing and I, I think a lot of times couples do do, the, do this in the idea of thinking about having a new baby. They read a lot. They plan. And one of the things that may be within the litany of literature out there is the idea that sometimes for dad, the husband, all of a sudden that role of I was a number one sometimes feels a little slighted when the baby requires so much time. So well, much time. Yeah, and, and one of the biggest things, too, especially when it comes to, say, the physical intimacy. And that gets I mean, changed. That's, that, yeah, that's one of those things that probably goes on hold for a for while. For a little bit. And to acknowledge, hey, we're going to have some adjustments, but let's maybe think about, let's let's acknowledge, just think through what we think might be our pieces of adjustment. How can we shift some of the responsibilities? How can we talk through it? How do we keep us being us? even after this change happens. Yeah, so a lot of the things, when you've got this change that you know is coming, I guess you plan to change, which sounds kind of weird, well, but like you know what I mean. Well, move across the yeah. country to take a new job. Yeah, part of the thing is really anticipating, and there's a lot of good stuff out there that, that would give you an idea, okay, what are some of the things that you should expect to happen when you go through this kind of a change? Yeah. A lot of good resources out there if you just do a search. So I would say that's really one of the big keys is acknowledge the change is coming or you think it's coming. What are the and what are we anticipating might be some of our barriers, things we want to be aware of, things we want to get information on, things that, like you said, resources that can help us. So we don't get to a place that we do it in the best healthy way. Yeah, and I think it sort of goes hand in hand with something we said earlier in a la an earlier podcast, and that's that idea that anytime there's change, it's a great time to do an evaluation of your marriage. Hey, how is this going to look? How do we want to sort of change what we're about, that we're going from two to, you know, now it's mom and dad and a little one. Or you're going suddenly from mom and dad and kids to just mom and dad at home again. Yeah. And really think about that and really be intentional. Okay, how do we use this for something that's going to be really, really good and healthy for us? And I, so I would say that with changes that you can sort of, like you said, anticipate. Now, that's one set of change. Other set of change this is a lot harder, I think, to deal with, and that's that one that just sort of falls out of the sky and just yes. knocks you over out of the blue. And unfortunately, as we've talked a lot about through our podcast, is building a strong foundation so that we talk about when the winds and the storms come, you're solid. Yeah, you can weather it. Your marriage is a refuge; it doesn't break apart in the stress of the change or whatever's happened. So, but, you know, many times it does. It comes in that unexpected way. It catches us so off guard. And if it is something really life stressful, altering, one of you gets an illness, there is a job loss, 
There is a parent that moves in with you. There is a parent now that requires your care. You have an unplanned pregnancy. You have a child that ends up with a diagnosis of something that was not out there. I mean, just some unknown, unexpected, whether you call it a trauma, tragedy, just hard place in life. All of a sudden, what do you do with those? Well, I think, you know, my first thought is I was thinking about you going through all of that. I know, is, I was laying it on thick. Yeah, you were uh, laying it on thick. I mean, I want to cover everybody's what <laughs> yes, they can think did. of. Yes, you did. Okay. Um, hey, know that it's going to be stressful. There's going to be anxiety. There may be grief. There may be sense of loss. And and with that, I guess almost like we talked about the anticipation before, hey, know that that's going to be oftentimes a part of these sudden changes. And, and I think one of the things is we've realized – because we've gone through those kind of things in our life. We've, we've gone, gone through, through everything more from, of them than we yeah, wanted. Yeah, many more than we wanted to. And one of the things we realize is anytime there's change, there's added stress, but these unexpected ones, it's like the stress levels go way up and suddenly you are all the time at a nine, oh, eight or nine. Yeah. And so very little things. And one of the things I think that is maybe really, really wise to do is simplify and scale back. If you don't have to do it, don't don't do it right now. And that's a hard pill to swallow. We try to share that sometime with couples when they've got life boomeranging them. Like, okay, look at your lives. Write down everything you're involved with, everything you're responsible for, everything you're doing. Is there anything right now while you're enduring this situation, whatever it is, that you could take off this page? Is there anything you could put on hold? Because those things really do make a huge difference. As you said, if you're a nine on a nine out of a 10 scale, guess what? When the dog has an accident, we don't even have a dog. I won't even bring that up this sad. Um, yes, I know. Thanks. All right, when the dog has an accident on the carpet in the den, and I'm at a nine, where do you think I go from my nine? You jumped about a 15. Oh, yeah. It's not pretty. Of 10. It's not pretty. But what I'm saying is, and you all know that, what happens is the lamest, littlest nu- nuisance in the world will absolutely rock you. And all of a sudden, you are yelling at one another. You're yelling at your kids. You're saying things you don't mean, maybe, or you certainly wish you could put back in because you're at a nine. And all of a sudden, everything. And so we just say to people, man, because we've lived this. We know it. And there are times that you look and you're like, Jesus, there's nothing to take off the list. You know, there's nothing else that I can stop doing. And, and we get that. And sometimes you look at one another and you say, you know what? We are both at a 9.9, and yet there is nothing we can take off but to keep forging every day. But let's acknowledge that we're at a 9.9. Let's try to give some grace because we're in a hard place. Okay. And so one, the idea, if if there's something you cannot do, just put it aside and put it off till later. Only do the things you have to do. And even in that, don't be afraid to ask for help there. The, the second thing is, hey, you know what's going to be stressful? 
and this is where I know it sounds sort of crazy because so often people can't do that is really taking care of themselves and finding places, healthy places to deal with that kind of stress. And the unhealthy places where you take it out on each other, mm-hmm. find somewhere else. Yeah. One of the things, I and I think we have a blog that I had written recently on this. I don't know when we'll put this one up. But one of the things I talked about was, yeah, each and the odds are that each of you, if you're if the stress is kind of mutually equal, meaning it's, it's impacting you both pretty severely, you probably de-stress differently. So if I need to exercise and or walk or do whatever, then I need to do that. And you want to help your spouse figure out and do what that is. Does that mean decompressing between work and home? And maybe that sounds selfish, like I'm going to go walk for 20 minutes or do whatever. But you know, maybe that is hugely important. So you don't come in and blow one another up and, you know, right off the bat. Yeah. And, you know, in, normal times of marriage self-care is important but definitely in but definitely hard under times of stress and hard times that you've got to be able to do that one of the things we often say is that your marriage can only be as emotionally healthy as you individually are and so when you're and both- so part of that yeah part of that's learning to take care of each other you give grace to each other because you know where you are in a hard thing but really do and go the extra mile to do what you can to whatever helps you deal with that and relieve that stress. One of, one of the other things that I think maybe is important when this unexpected change stress happens is you acknowledge it, like you said, you figure out what ways you can take things off your list, try to take care of yourselves. But the other thing is maybe set some boundaries, guidelines around what we're not going to do. One of the things. Give me some ideas. What are those? Well, when you, after we lost Zach, one of the things we talked about at some point, and I just remember this like it was yesterday, and though it was years ago, and we were on either side of the bed, just standing there. I, I don't know if we were trying to make the bed. I, I don't know what we were doing. We were not doing anything enjoyable. I can assure you. But anyway, we're on either side of the bed, and we're I guess we're fussing or we're at a bad place, and we looked at each other and we just said. We are at a hard, bad place. We are empty. We don't have hardly anything to give one another. But let's just commit that, you know what, if we if we can't be intimate for a while, okay, that's fine. If one of us feels like it, one of us doesn't, let's agree to just give each other the room to do that. Let's agree that we're not going to call each other names like, you know, dot, 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 or let's agree that we're not going to, and you fill in, you know, you fill in the blank yeah, there. Yeah, whatever it might be. You know, maybe, maybe if you've struggled <laughs> in the past with any kind of addiction or any kind of using a substance to ever numb anything, man, when hard times hit, sometimes we go back to our former patterns of behavior. And if that was unhealthy, then it may be that we're going to agree that we're not going to go back and do some of the things we did earlier that we've learned not to do because it's real easy to slip during that time. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I think about that and, you know, obviously we're coming from a standpoint of we are believers and we have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And 
we believe that that's the foundation of marriage. And so, so often in part of those boundaries and dealing with stress, this is the time more than any other. You just, you got to really lean into that relationship. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we, we know, and our heart cry is God has carried us through so many things that we just could not humanly imagine walking through. And, and we are a testimony to God's faithfulness to allow us to be resolute to say, you know what, this is not good right now and we're in a hard place, but we're not throwing in the towel. We will stick together even though we're looking at each other like, what? Yeah, yeah. And I think about that and this just came to mind. Obviously, we made that decision that for us, the divorce was not going to be an option no matter how hard it got. But I'm just thinking that Man, in times of great stress, especially unexpected, be real careful about making any really, really big decisions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you're so emotionally compromised at that point that that's probably one of those things you want to put by the wayside, if you can. Now, oftentimes, just the whatever it is that happened has forced you to make some, some major decisions. But as much as possible you probably don't want to do that at that time. When you're just, yeah, under the, the weight of that. And and I think the reality is most of us are going to have some hard, hard seasons. They will not last forever, but they do sometimes catch us unawares. And one of the things we talk about and part of what our desire is, is for couples to pour in to a healthy, strong foundation so that when the change that happens that you're like, oh, heavens, what in the world? You have that foundation. And again, it may, it may be hard, but it will be solid. It will bend, but it will not break. Yeah. You know, I, I keep going back and I've referenced it before in a former podcast, that story about, hey, I can sleep when the wind blows. And it's that idea that, hey, we have put in the work during the good times about building that strong, solid foundation in our marriage, communication, uh, sharing and openness, uh, all of those things that go towards building a healthy marriage and man, laying that strong foundation because when the storms come, because they will come change will come. Some of it's just normal and natural, like we talked about at the beginning. Other times it's going to be unexpected, but it will be there. And if you've already laid in that strong foundation, those are the marriages that are going to handle those in a much, much better way. And so... Hey, wherever you are, if you're in a, man, if you're in the sweet spot right now and everything is just coasting and going good, man, hey, use that time wisely to strengthen that foundation. Pour in. And if you're in that time that your world's been rocked, hey, no, we've been there. And it's not easy and there can be pain and there can be heartache, but man, you can get through it. Man, lean into each other and lean into Jesus. Absolutely. And he'll bring you through those storms. We would love it if you want to reach out to us. Um, there are weekly podcasts. Um, there are weekly blogs that are posted. And we hope and pray that 2023 is 
everything you hope and pray it might be and every blessing that God has for, for us. But we also are praying that you will just keep forging and making a really strong marriage. You stole my line. I know. All right. Bye.